that if you were ever to have an issue, <laughs> like it just shows that you treated this like a business. You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha, a podcast about self-growth and personal development for entrepreneurial women. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset, self-love, confidence, goal smashing, and much more. And And now, now, on on to to the episode. Welcome back to Financial February. This is the second episode in this series. And today, we wanted to talk about some of our practical tips and ideas around organizing our business money. Um, because that's a big thing when you, you know, you're in business, the thing that makes you a business <laughs> is that you're earning money and making a profit. And so um, like, how do you organize that? And how do you kind of track all that and, and all of that? And of course, we are not accountants or tax professionals or money certified anything, but we can just give you some of the things that we do that some of the things that we've read about that we've liked and implemented and also just tell you what you don't know because you don't know what you don't know. And so if, you know, you might hear something and you're like, oh, I never thought of that. And of course, we always will recommend that you actually speak with an accountant or, you know, lawyer or somebody who went to school for a long time to be more smarter about this than we are. <laughs> you just said more smarter. So you just I know. Totally, I love it. I love it too. It was on purpose. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Karen and I are coming to you as two business owners who are doing it on our own, but like we know when we need to ask for help and hire out help, but like, you know, I'm still learning stuff too, many, many years later. And then I say, you know, I'll I'll text Karen and Kim and I'll say like, Hey, did you know you're supposed to be doing this? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, Oh, now I know, (laughs) you know, because it's like, (laughs) you're, you're not really like, you know, money's not at the forefront of every conversation. Like we're usually talking about marketing or like, you know, podcast episodes or whatever, but like, that's why we are your big sisters on this ride. Just making sure that you don't, if you're starting out, like any, like what you don't know can hurt you. So we're trying to tell you the things that we know can protect you. But again, I'm going to reiterate too, just because I don't, I'm paranoid, but we are not financial advisors. We are not CPAs. We are not attorneys. We are not medical doctors, like psychologists. <laughs> like I'll just go over what we are. We are not, not more smarter. <laughs> right. We, yeah. But we are two business owners who have business checking accounts. We have our EINs, we have our PayPal accounts and our Stripe accounts. And so we're going to just talk about like that kind of stuff so that, so you can do what you need to do in the beginning and then hire out someone to help you with the other stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing is like, you do need to get a business checking account. Yeah. 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 And that starts with have a properly registered business, right? So look it up for your state um, or or where you are if you're international, because I think we do have some international listeners. Just look up how to register your business in in the area that you live, um, because that's the first step. Like you have to have a properly registered 
business. We are both in the United States and Virginia. And so for us, it's like the SCC, I think. And we just go online. Yeah. And register an LLC. So it's pretty easy for us here in VA, which is kind of nice, but, (laughs) um, but just look that up. And again, if you need to talk to a lawyer, if you're not sure what formation, that's what it's called business formation. If you're not sure what type of formation you should create, then you should definitely consult a lawyer. Um, but do some Googling and just kind of, again, find out what you don't know so that you're setting it up right. Once you have your formation, like you've actually registered it with your area, your state, or once you're a registered business owner, then you want to get your EIN number, your employer identification number, and you get that through the IRS. So if you just Google IRS, EIN, you want to go to the website that has irs.gov and then that's where you're going to register for your EIN and that's basically the social security number for your business. With the reason why we're telling you this part is because you need to have these two things done to get a business checking account. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so the EIN, so the LLC or the the formation of the business is to protect your personal assets so that if you ever do anything wrong, that's why you want to have that separation of personal and professional monies so that if anybody ever comes after you, because we live in a very litigious society, then, (laughs) you know, they can only go after your company's assets and not necessarily Mm -hmm. yours. So you create your EIN and then you go to the bank with the, what is it? certificate of there yeah i think it's a certificate of organization yeah there we go yeah so you'll get that when you do your llc and then um yeah your ein and make sure like marcia said that it's irs.gov because there are a lot of scammy websites out there that will look like they are irs but they're not and they will charge you because irs does not charge you you can do it on the website it doesn't cost you anything so just look out for that and again, we are not, you know, professionals. So I definitely, if you are like, I don't know about all this, if it, you know, then hire a lawyer, they can handle it all for you, you know? So I'm, I'm not suggesting that you do it yourself. I, we just want to tell you what you don't know so that you know what to talk about with your lawyer. Right. We're going to tell you the process that we've taken. So, right. <laughs> so if, you're, just if you're a lawyer, very clear. Yeah. So then you, you'll go to the bank and you'll have your certificate of organization and your EIN number, and then you'll start a checking account. And there are some where it's like a $50 deposit, some where it's, you know, a hundred, um, there's free business checking accounts. You just want to check around. I had a, an account with Aslo, which was a hundred percent virtual. Like I did get a debit card from there, but it was under, BBVA. So it was FDIC insured. So you want to make sure that you're putting your money somewhere that is where the money's going to be protected. But Aslo just recently, like they, they weren't, I'm getting too far into it, Karen. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so I have to move my money, but with PayPal, do you need, do you need the EIN? Yeah, you can add the EIN. I don't think you need that. Yeah. Um, when you do a PayPal business account, you don't want to tie it to your personal social security information. You do want to use your business name, your business EIN and set it up as a business account. 
please do not take business money into a personal PayPal account or a Venmo or a cash app. I don't use any of those tools, but I see a lot of people doing that. And that is completely invalidating the legitimacy of your business. So please don't do that. (laughs) You need to take business money into a business account. Um, So a PayPal business account or a Stripe account, like that's how you should be taking payments. Yeah, just please don't use a personal account because that totally, it totally erases the whole point of having your LLC to protect your personal funds. If you're taking business money into a personal account, then if someone was to come after you, they would be like, well, what's the difference? You're taking the money here anyway. So it's all personal. I mean, it's all business apparently, you know. You know, we talk about how empowering business ownership is and everything, but like you have to do it by the books. You know, you have to set the stuff up from the start just to protect yourself because if somebody were to come after you, like you don't want to lose your house because you gave someone a finger infection from doing a manicure that wasn't protected by like insurance. Yeah, it's just really important to be conscious of that and don't hide from the money stuff really like from the beginning have bookkeeping practices in place where you know exactly what came in exactly what went out what you spent like just really be in your money business like don't hide from it because that's another mistake I see people make and then of course as we're filming this it's what February. Um, And so tax time is coming up and it's usually like a scramble because, because you've been hiding from your money all year. And now it's like, oh crap, I have to like reconcile everything and figure out what went where and how much money I made. And, you know, so don't do that to yourself. It's not worth the stress. Were you saying that to me? Cause that is <laughs> what I do every year. Like, oh my God. It's, yeah. I mean, and we're real people, you know, I still do that, but like I have, I've tried doing like I'll do spurts, you know, like a few months at a time, but if you can hire a bookkeeper, like an affordable bookkeeper, that's a good idea. I think, you know, what we're trying to impart on you in this episode is just make sure that your personal and your professional money is separated. You know, like you're, if you work for a small business or a large corporation and they're, they're sending you a paycheck every two weeks, it's not coming from the owner's personal checking account. It's coming, you know, like it's like, so you, you want to treat your business like a business. And I think that's, that helps you, you know, work from a different part of your brain too, where like, you're just taking it more serious. And like taxes, we have to pay them. That's, you know, taxes and death are the only guarantees in life. Like if you try to escape the man, like, I just don't think it's worth it, you know? And if you start out janky and like, you know, trying to like, oh, just pay me cash for this, you know, or pay me by personal check or whatever, like, it's just not worth it. The sleepless nights and like over $50 or, you know, like just do it by the books do the books by the books. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and it really is a mindset, you know, shift that you have to make, because I know like, especially when you've been an employee, normally you look at taxes as a negative, right? Like they're taking my money out of my check. And, and so when you go into business ownership, like it, you have to kind of switch. Like it's a privilege, the fact that you have to pay taxes because it means you're earning money. It means that you're making, you're bringing money in. And so just kind of switch that mindset to like, it's a privilege to set aside, you know, 30% of my earnings so that I have the money to pay taxes. Like make it a good thing. Exactly. It's a celebration. Like 
if you start your business and you make zero dollars, then guess what? You owe you owe the government zero dollars. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, it's you know you're not going to escape it. So and if you do, then I feel like Karen and I are in business to become profitable and provide opportunities for other people to work for us. And like if we're not respecting the responsibility and the obligations that come with bringing money in and that can trickle down and it's just not worth it so do it by the books what else do we need to talk about so having the the business paypal account the business stripe account you can link those directly to your business checking account and then transfer money if you do need to pay for something and you don't have the money in your balance then do a transfer from your personal account your personal checking account to your business account that's what is it called uh, owner's contribution owner's yeah. contribution yeah and so like when you are paying yourself so when you have money in your accounts and you want to pay yourself then that's an owner's distribution and you send it from and Karen knows more about this cuz i just kind of <laughs> I usually just keep like a a balance and I don't really pay myself because I don't, yeah, like I just keep the money in there. But like when I do take an owner's distribution, it's every once in a while. And, you know, like my mother-in-law is a CPA, so she does our stuff. So I know we're, you know, not cutting any corners. If you're going to do like a salary type thing, Karen, do you want to talk about that? Like what you learned about? Yeah. I mean, you definitely should pay yourself and you should pay yourself regularly. So if you pick one day a month or every two weeks or once a week, you know, depending on how your money is coming into your business, but you should, even if it's a dollar, like literally, and I know that sounds ridiculous, but it forms a habit and it also forms a, um, kind of like a history in your business of paying you. And so you just want to get into that habit of paying yourself a salary, no matter how small and regularly. So do make sure you set that up uh, because what it does is just, if you ever, you know, had an issue, I, I, I hopefully you will never, but if you were ever to have an issue, <laughs> like it just shows that you treated this like a business, that you worked it like a business, you paid yourself from your business, um, just like you would get a, you know, paid from another employer. So um, it's just part of that treating your business like a business. If, I mean, I can't really think of a better way to put it, but it's important. It's part of the mindset of it. It's part of the ownership of it. It's just, you have to get into this as if you're a business owner and not an employee mindset, if that makes sense. Yes. I agree that it is a good idea to pay yourself and to put that stuff in place. And even though, you know, I'm a bobo. Well, I mean, I do have my reasons, you know, I was making like the regular dues coming in, but then like it, there's not always money coming in, you know? So it's like, what, what do you think about that? Like just keeping a balance in there. And then I do think I will start doing that this year because I'm going to write all the wrongs (laughs) (laughs) that I've done to date. Yeah. I do like that idea. What do you think about like once a month, like on the 15th or something like that? that Yeah. I mean, you can pick uh, any interval that you feel comfortable with, you know, if it's monthly, weekly, bi-weekly, bi-monthly. I mean, there's so many different ways you can do it, but definitely 
you just want, or you could do quarterly. I mean, I've seen people that just do a quarterly owner's distribution. Um, So yeah, I mean, just pick what feels right or makes sense for you and your business and then just be consistent with it. Okay. I do like that suggestion and I'm going to start doing it because I do, I do keep the balance. So it's not like I'm going to run out of money. And it is like, that's the thing is it's like a huge mindset thing. Like if you, if you're afraid to spend the money that you have, then money's not going to come into you. It's, it's yeah. Don't be a hoarder. Yeah, <laughs> I always a- think of um, that episode of it. I, I watched SpongeBob. I don't know if anyone else, uh, you know, <laughs> I used to watch it for myself and then my kids started liking it. This is years ago. And um, I don't watch it as much anymore, but sometimes I catch myself watching an episode with my grandson. So, but anyhow, there's this one episode because Mr. Krabs, who is like money hoarding, grubbing, like he is it. just like, yeah, he's all about the money, right? right? Make as much as you can, squeeze every dime out of them, get those Krabby Patties sold, right? And there's this one episode where his money is in the vault and it's literally like crying and begging to be spent. It's like, just spend us. We're not doing what we're meant for just sitting here. Like, you know, the money is like literally screaming, like, spend me, spend me. I think it's like a nightmare he's having or something. (laughs) And so I always think of that, of like, you know, the money needs to flow. And we're going to talk more about this in another episode about embodying abundance, but it, it is about a flow. Like money is energy and it is about a flow. And so if you're blocking that flow by hoarding it, by not moving it around, right? So just like sitting it somewhere and leaving it, you're not spending it, you're not taking distributions, you're not, that is not a good habit either. It feels right because you want to stack the money, but you need to still do it in a way that flows if that makes sense so like having distributions having some that is set aside for specific purposes taxes and business savings for education if you want to be able to like you know have a certain amount for courses and things like that tools that you need in your business so you know you just want to manage it in a way that keeps it flowing keeps you having a a nice cushion and and all of that but don't just hoard it because that is not a good energy to have. Yeah. And I think that's what I started doing after, because with Charm Cardinals, when I had people's dues coming in, like there was a cadence to it. Like I knew, I knew how much profit per member I was getting per month. And then I had chapter chiefs who like, I would pay them money. So I just had it very systematized starting last year with the conference. And then, you know, I did start the connection consulting, but like all of that money was coming in, but like, so like it has just been sitting there getting stale and we all know there are no <laughs> th- there's no such thing as interest rates in the United States of America anymore. Yeah, so no. it's not like it's, it's actually like growing money on top of it. So yeah, I do need to get better about that because I was, I was taking distributions with Charm Cardinals. Like, I think we're trying to impart on you. It is going to be a pain in the butt to do it, but like, you, you still need to just do it. Like you need to be paying yourself. You need to be making sure that if your business needs an injection of cash, that you're taking it from your personal account and putting it into your business account and then having it labeled accurately. If you're big bumbling mess, there's going to be shame that comes about when you do need to actually hire someone and, 
and then you're gonna have to get over it and then the person's gonna be like it's a whole no I'm so glad that you said that because that is the thing is like there's already so many weird feelings around money and this is before you even start a business like just as a regular person earning a paycheck there's like weird feelings and things about money and in in our society and so it is important like you don't want to you just want to set it up right approach it the right way so it can even just make you feel <laughs> like i'm doing this right i know you know i got this and empowers you and and then yes it makes it easy when you hire a bookkeeper when you're able to have an accountant or you know hand it off to someone else to do that everything is organized like you know the system because i'm a big fan of whatever it is that you're outsourcing, I think you should understand all the parts of it because I never would want to be in a situation where I'm like, oh my God, I can't get a hold of my bookkeeper. So I don't know how to get a P&L statement. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even if I'm not doing it myself, like I want to know what it is, how to do it so that if that person's not available. So I think it's good to know all of the things have the system set up. And then if someone else is doing it for you later, that's fine. But you understand all of the parts. You understand what you need to be looking for. You know what information is needed and all that kind of stuff. So, and then you have that empowering stance instead of like a shame or a guilt or like, uh, or hiding from the money. And I don't want to look at it. I don't want to know, like, you know, mm -mm. <laughs> I get this image of me like a pretty woman used to be and I've watched it as an adult and I'm like wow I can't believe I was watching this in the seventh grade anywho you know rebellious teenage years or no I think it was fifth grade anywho there's the part <laughs> where Julia Roberts has like all this money and she's like I have all this money and no one will take it and I don't yeah. know what to do with it and I like I picture myself as like that like I'm like I have all this money in my you know my PayPal my checking account and I don't know what to do with it. and it's just so funny because like, I want to pay someone to deal with it but I'm like no I need to figure you know I need to do the empowered approach where like I I understand it first and it's just funny because like it's it's a process like you're never gonna not have to work on your money because like even you know like if you're growing and you're earning more money then there's other things that you have to start thinking about and if you start hiring 1099s and like you know employees or whatever like there's you know it's you don't just win the game like you have to constantly mm -hmm. be playing in the game so yeah and I love that you said that because that's also part of it too it's like when you approach it this way from the start when you put these systems in place when you're treating this like this is a real thing and you're showing up like this it's say it's sending the signal and again we'll talk about this more when we talk more about embodying the abundance but it's sending the signal that I am here to play big. I am here to grow this. And so this foundation is ready. I'm ready for all the money you're about to pour on me, universe, let's go. Versus if you're treating it janky and everything's all mucked up, then it's not sending that signal that I want more money. I want to grow this business. I want to be having, you know, multiple six figures coming in someday. How can that be true if your money is a hot mess? Like you don't have the systems in place to have that kind of growth. So it, it, it just matters in so many different ways. Yeah. So do it. Get your <laughs> stuff straight. Know that your friend Marsha will be doing it too. Uh, 
Karen. So yeah, so we are going to be on Convos Continued, first episode of the season um, today at 4 p.m. on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash honest combos. So come hang out with us and let's talk about this some more. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For show notes and ways to connect with us, go to www.honestconvospodcast.com. 